The Gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Creator, and God will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees God nor knows God. You know God, because God abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Creator, and you are in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Creator, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. It's an unusual, challenging time to graduate, given that school buildings are closed and classes have been online while we shelter in place. When I graduated from college, we were in a recession, and it seemed like no one was hiring. So I understand a tiny bit how terrible it is to graduate and not have any jobs to apply for with everything closed. But it was nothing like this moment with the global pandemic. I graduated in May, and then that summer I went to volunteer in an orphanage in Russia. The orphanage was outside of Moscow in Russia, in a smaller city that unfortunately had a bad reputation. And the bad reputation was due to a gymnastics gang, if you can imagine that. Young men who caused trouble. And all my Russian friends warned me not to go out at night. This gymnastics gang was roaming the streets and you had to watch out for them. And it was almost comical to me before I got there thinking, if they were really gymnasts, wouldn't they be focused on gymnastics? And if they were really criminals, wouldn't they just be a gang? How could they be a gymnastics gang? But then once I got to Russia, when we did go out to buy food or sightsee, every man in athletic clothes looked suspicious. And track suits were very popular then, at that time. So there were a lot of people walking around looking like gymnasts. And we were suspicious of all of them. But we were able to laugh about it. I was teamed up with another young female volunteer. She was from the Midwest, and I was from New York. And we volunteered together in the orphanage for the whole summer in Russia. We lived on site in the orphanage and then worked during the day with the kids. The orphanage was wonderful. They had four groups of 10 kids, just 40 children, and they were ages six months to five years old, so little kids. And each child had a genetic difference, which was why they were put in an orphanage. Something like cerebral palsy or Down syndrome. One child had polydactyly, extra digits, extra fingers, extra toes. And at that time, parents had no way to care for their child with special needs. They lived in urban high-rise apartments with no elevator or wheelchair access, no access to special teachers or special facilities. So these 40 children were orphaned at birth. 
and they went to live in this orphanage, which had a big yard and a playground. It was a spacious campus with very few stairs. And then each group of 10 children had their own type of family with kids all their same age and caregivers and teachers. They each had their own toddler preschool as a classroom with toys, games, and books. They had a shared sleeping area with 10 toddler beds. They had their own bathroom and tub. And they had little kid tables for 10 to eat meals together with tiny chairs and tiny tables. As volunteers, we played games with them. We sang to them. And the songs that we could remember best were Bible songs. So we just kept singing, Jesus loves me. And he's got the whole world in his hands. They were all the songs we could think of. And the teachers at the orphanage figured it was good for the kids to learn some things in English. The favorite song of the children was Old MacDonald Had a Farm in English. And it turns out that animals say different things in different languages. So the kids thought it was hysterical that the cat meows with a meow meow here and a meow meow there because they would say meow. And with the rooster, instead of cock-a-doodle-doo, they would say cuckoo-da-coo. And so they just thought it was hysterical that the animals spoke English with us, but Russian with them. All the children did not learn our names. They called us all Mama. And so at age 22, I suddenly had 40 children calling me Mama. And they had a team of 40 Mamas plus a few men taking care of them at the orphanage, which was truly their home. Jesus promised, I will not leave you orphaned. Those 40 children were orphaned at birth, but Jesus didn't leave them there. Through good governance and societal care, societal investment, the 40 children were well cared for in a children's home, and they knew they were loved. They had mamas anytime they needed one. Multiple adult women would come running as soon as they screamed, Mama. I will not leave you orphaned, Jesus promises us. And that means Jesus promises not to abandon us, not to leave us comfortless. Jesus gives us his own spirit as an advocate and a helper to abide with us and in us. As Jesus got to the end of his 33 years of life as a human, he tried to explain to his friends what was going to happen, that he would no longer be with them in one human body, but he would be a spirit with us and in us. And Jesus' own spirit is with us today through this global pandemic. Whether we are bored and lonely at one extreme or stressed and overwhelmed at the other extreme or somewhere in between, Jesus is present with us and in us. Jesus comforts us and helps us. Jesus gives us love to share with others. And we can use, Jesus can use us to advocate and help others. Our county health department here had an online meeting with faith leaders this past week. And the Alameda County health officials said, we'll be dealing with COVID-19 for the next one to two years. That's a reality we have to get used to. They said very clearly it's not safe to reopen our church buildings. 
They're working on guidelines for outdoor parking lot and drive-through worship for later in the summer. Outdoors in the sunlight with fresh air and wind seems to be a little bit safer. So they're working on recommendations and guidelines to give us. But being indoor for one or two hours together in a closed space, singing and praying loudly is simply not safe. What Alameda County health officials also said was who is hardest hit by COVID-19. Here in our county, it is the Latino Latinx community, especially men who are most affected. They're losing their jobs, they're unjustly being evicted from their apartments and having to double up with friends and family members, and that is spreading COVID. Secondarily, African-American men are hit hardest by COVID. Parents in Latino families are losing their jobs more than anyone else, and they are not able to social distance as they have to share apartments, very small spaces with many people. We need good governance and sound public policy now more than ever. We have to urge our political leaders to work for the common good. Long ago, moved by Jesus' own spirit, people decided that 40 children born with genetic variations in Russia deserve to have a safe, child-centered, loving children's home near Moscow, with many mamas right there with them every day. Jesus does not leave us orphaned, and Jesus can use us to make sure that everyone is helped. Although our doors are closed, let us open our hearts to see how Jesus can use us to advocate for better public policy. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.